Welcome to the Wonder Boldly podcast hosted by yours truly, Christine, founder of Drizzle Academy. I am going to encourage and motivate you to take action towards your big goals. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned from building a very successful 25-year career, coaching people, and starting my own online business. I am going to give you so many action items, you are going to be able to wonder boldly. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Wonder Boldly. So if you did not listen to the episode previously, go ahead and go back and listen to that one. This is in response to questions I'm receiving around when we hear just start. So whether you are looking to start a business, a new project, want some more meaning, purpose in your life, and you're doing all the Google searches or you're listening to a lot of the stuff on social media and it says, you know, just start, what does that even mean? So being there myself a few years ago, I learned a lot and fast forward to now, I wanted to share with all of you my thoughts on just start, what to do and what not to do. As always in this space and as always on my Wonder Boldly podcast, these are my opinions, my suggestions. We are all individual people. I am just trying to give some advice that you might take. You might say, that's not right for me, or you might take just bits and pieces of it to help you move forward so you can wonder boldly. So I'm going to get right into it as I always do. So the first thing I want to say when you hear just start, one of the first places you can just start is thinking about yourself. What are those things that interest you? Do you like to read? Do you like to bake? Are you, um, you know, into making crafts? Do you like to gather people together? Uh, do you like to shop? Do you like to organize? Do you like to clean? Whatever it is, what are those things that you like to do? And they always say, um, what are those things that you could do and time flies by and you could stay up until way past midnight doing it? Okay. Now, using myself as an example, when I was thinking about this and I didn't know where to start and I was all over the place, thinking about the areas that I was interested in, I was like, I don't know. Um, I like, I really, really love to clean. I love to clean. So I was like, okay. Um, I used to clean houses, clean office buildings um, as a source of income. First with my mother when I was young, I would help her out. Second, I had a friend when maybe I was in my early 20s, I'm going to say, I don't really remember, that had a cleaning service and I would help her out. So I thought, okay, I love to clean. So, so much so that I started to um, really think, how can I do this? And how can I be of service to others? Because that's one thing, and I know it's so cliche, if you don't feel that way, that's so fine. Um, but I was feeling like, how can I help other people? And I was listening to all the podcasts that were saying, step out of your comfort zone and be really brave. So much so that 
I confronted one of my neighbors. They were out on a walk. I was driving in my car and I pulled over to say hello and said, hey, do you have a cleaning service? If not, I would be happy to clean your home. Awkward. When I ever told my husband that I did that, he was so horrified. I was horrified. So I was like, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I love to clean. Maybe I can help them clean their house. You should have seen the expression on this poor woman's face. This lovely woman, this lovely neighbor was like taken aback, didn't know what to say, and did the old famous trick um, that we do sometimes. And that is when we're confronted and we really don't know what to say, we'll say, oh, I have to check with my partner or you know, I have to check with somebody else. And basically that's what she did. And of course I never heard back. So don't do that. Maybe, or maybe do that. Maybe do that. It's a funny story now. And it definitely was scary to do it. So I was stepping out of my comfort zone. So there's definitely some good, good in it. Um, but that's not what I'm doing today in time. <laughs> maybe someday. Maybe someday she'll knock on my door and be like, hey, can you come clean my house? <laughs> and I'll be like, what? So anyways, I started to think about those things that I liked and I liked cleaning. And then I started to think about the next piece here that I want you to think about. Okay, if you don't have that thing, like I didn't, think about what you currently already do. So maybe you have a nine to five currently and there are things at that nine to five that you currently do that you enjoy. We all have, hopefully, I hope for you, aspects of our job that we do like and aspects that we don't. One of the aspects of my job that I really love is the hiring. So I'm a hiring manager and I get the opportunity to interview people, review resumes, all that. And I really enjoyed it. And what I saw was an opportunity to help people with their resumes and with their interviewing skills. So I started volunteering. I found networks out there that there were people looking for that help. So I volunteered my time, worked with people to get their resumes together, helped them with their interviewing skills. And then after about a year or so of doing that, I monetized it and I was doing um, coaching in interviewing and helping people with their resumes. And I really did enjoy it. But after a while, I was like, this still isn't it. This still isn't the right thing. But it, during that process, I also learned a lot of other things. So before I get to those other things that I learned, I want to tell you these two action steps. So if you're wondering, how do I just start? Think about the things that you love to do and dive into those. If you don't have that passion for something, think about what you're already currently doing and could you help other people? Do you have a skill there that you could help other people? Okay, now the next step is you need to educate yourself. So what does that mean? So I'm just going to use, for example, my interviewing and resume niche. So I was still listening to all the podcasts and finding all of these wonderful people out there in the world, helping people reach their dreams and be of more service. And I came across a really high end how to create an online course. And I thought, that's it. That's great. I can create an online course on how to do your resume and how to interview. So I paid for that course. 
And in that course, which was a phenomenal course, I might add, in that course that I paid for high end, pretty high ticket for me at that time, there were tools that were shared that you could take advantage of, well, not take advantage of, I mean, purchase. And I have always been, this is one of my things that I still work on to this day, somebody who feels like the more I pay for something, the better it is. So sure, there's that realm, but also that's not always 100% true. Am I right? So I started investing in the really expensive tools that are out there. And this was way early on. I hadn't created my course yet. I wasn't even really sure. Like I thought that was going to be it. I'm like, this is it. I finally figured it out. I'm going to take this wonderful course. And oh yeah, they you know mention you can use these tools. What a great idea. I'm going to sign up for those. And now I've paid for this course, high-end course, and now I've paid for these high-end tools. Fast forward back then to a year later, still not using that tool that I'm paying for every month and still haven't really applied what I learned in that course. That's probably not true. I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back. That course was phenomenal. Um, and I've learned so much in that course. I have applied some of it, but I think my point is that it wasn't the thing. It wasn't the thing. I still love that course. I have access to it all the time. Um, so I'm going to put that one aside, but definitely the high end tool. I've paid over a thousand dollars, probably more than that now, um, for something that I wasn't using to its full capacity. So this is your other action step. Do not, if it's early for you, if you are not really sure, even if you think this is it, do it for a little while before you start paying for those high end tools. There are tons of tools out there. Let's say you want um, to send out email. You can use MailChimp. It's certain versions of it are free. Certain versions of Canva are free. All of these obviously have upgrades, but in the beginning, you really don't need to do that. Put the time into it. Use the free tools that are out there because what ends up happening is you end up spending more money on the tools than you're pulling in. So that is my other action step for you is actually not to take action. Don't buy the high-end tools. If there's a high-end tool that you like, what is it about it that you like? Start doing the Google searches, right? Thank goodness that we can search the internet now and find all of these things out there. So if you're looking for something that will allow you to send out an email to your 200 people on your email list, I can tell you, you don't need to pay for that. If you're looking to, you, maybe you have an email list that's, I don't know, 100,000, 50,000, you're probably going to need to upgrade to a paid email um, system tool. So really think about what is it that I need and then search it and find out what you can do for free until you're really certain that's the path you want to go down. All of these tools allow you to upgrade. Their competitors allow you to switch over to them. So you're never really stuck. I'm sure there's examples, but in the beginning, you don't need those high-end tools. You can use the free ones. And then when you're ready to upgrade and start paying, there are ways to do that. So it's not like I'm going to use the email thing. It's not like, oh, I'm going to lose those 200 followers because now I want to switch over to this paying. They have conversions that will allow you to do that. Okay, so the second action step is not to take action by paying for a high-end tool, 
but instead to take action, identify what you need, and research and where can you get that for free. Again, the beginning stages. The other thing I am going to tell you that is so important and you hear it over and over and over and over again, it's so true, consistency is key. Consistency is key. You need to decide. In the beginning, if you have a nine to five job, you're trying to do this, you don't wanna burn yourself out. Let's say with the email list, for example. Just tell yourself, I'm gonna email once a week or I'm gonna email once a month. Whatever it is that you can fit in, commit to that and do that consistently, okay? So set up that process for yourself and do that consistently over time until you're at a point where you can maybe increase that. So maybe you're like, I'm gonna email once a month. Okay, now I'm gonna email twice a month. You want, the, the whole key is that you're consistent. So your clients, potential clients, audience, know what to expect from you. This speaks volumes because if and when, how about I just say, because when they are going to want to purchase what you're offering, purchase, maybe it's a product, maybe it's a service, they are going to know that they can rely on you. They know what to expect from you. If you are not consistent in your emails, it's kind of like a little shaky ground. Like, is this person really in it? Are they just going to drop off the face of the earth? Um, they'll have all these sort of hesitations and what are the risks if I pay for this course from this person or whatever it is, are they going to be there to back it? So from the get-go, consistency is important. It doesn't matter frequency, you decide and you build that up over time. The last thing for this episode is, I believe one of the best things that you can do is get a coach. And yes, I'm biased, you're like, okay, here she goes, she's gonna go into her sales pitch. That's really not what I'm doing here. I do want to tell you honestly how I feel. It is so important to have a coach. I really believe a one-on-one -on -one coach, um, or you can get into a really small group, but not one of those big groups because you're not going to get, you're not going to receive the attention that you need in the beginning. You're going to have a ton of questions. You really need that intimate setting. So you could find a small group or get a one-on-one -on -one coach. There are so many great coaches out there. You can do research. You can ask friends. You can find someone that seems aligned with you. In the beginning, it's, I'm kind of hedging. You can hear it in my voice, but in the beginning, it's not necessary to pay for a really high-end coach. That being said, I have paid for very, I think for me, very high-end coaches. Um, I have not paid for say like the $20,000 coaches. So, but a notch below that. And, um, I have found that very valuable. And I have also paid for um, coaches not at that price point, and that has been very valuable. I think what the most valuable thing is about having a coach is that sounding board, is somebody who's been there, done that, or somebody who you're really just aligned with. You definitely want to make sure that you know what the expectations are not only their expectations, but what do you want to get out of that? And make sure you're very clear. Now, if you are looking to hire a coach, 
and you're like, okay, this is what I want. You're chatting with this is what I want. Unfortunately, a lot of times um, what, what, what can happen is they'll say, yes, 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 yes. That is, you know, that is what I do, blah, 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 blah. And sign up with me and I can absolutely help you with that. And then you get, this has happened to me, and then you get into the program, into the coaching, and it's like, it's not really working out that way. You need to have those conversations and say, how can we make this work? What are your expectations for me? What are my expectations from you? And if they're an upstanding, and you really have to do your research, um, coach, they will meet you where you're at. You've paid for this. This is something you've decided you want to do. It's finding a coach that is going to meet you where you're at. And in order to do that, you need to ask the questions. Keep asking the questions. Find people maybe that have used them. Because it really is so important to have a coach. It, it really, really is. I have been blessed to have found um, a coach in this space pretty early on and have been, I have paid for a lot of coaches. Some have been better fits than others. One thing I will say is I did pay for hiring coaches sooner than I needed to. So that's another thing. There are so many great people out there looking to help others. You don't really need to pay for that high end coach in the beginning. That's my opinion. I personally have a exclusive holiday package that is available until December 31st where you will get my one-on-one coaching 24-7 access to me via a messaging system for four coaching sessions at a price point where I feel like I want you to take advantage of this, take this opportunity. It's a gift from me to you and then from you to yourself and to your future clients. If that is something that you are interested in and want to know more about, you can find that on my website at drizzleacademy.com and it's called the Exclusive Holiday Coaching Package. And it is only $350 for four coaching sessions and unlimited boxer for that time frame. So it's a very high touch, exclusive. I only have a few spots that I'm offering this for um, as a holiday package. So if you are interested in that, check it out at drizzleacademy.com and I'd love to hear from you. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful. I hope some of those action steps resonate with you and you can apply them as you are just starting out on your journey. Thanks so much. I'll be back here again soon with another action-packed episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. And if you want more of these types of strategies and so much more around reaching your goals, you definitely want to get on my email list. You can go to my website, drizzleacademy.com and sign up there. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and want to share it, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, continue to wonder boldly.